0: you are listening to propelling a micro drones podcast hey everybody welcome to another episode of propelling by micro drones i'm your host daniel litwin the voice of b2b If you listened to our last episode, you'll know we broke down the power of a dedicated and engaged group of end users who, in essence, create user-generated content for your company's marketing arm. It's this constant feedback loop that empowers clients to be content creators and share why they're passionate about your product, as well as arm your team with fresh marketing content that only further deepens the relationship between you and that client. Today, we're further exploring these relationships within the business and talking about these relationships between you, the client, and really talking about company distributor relationships. So what does it mean to be a distributor for a larger company? What are the benefits? What kind of assets should you expect? And how does that relationship not just benefit the company whose product you're selling, but your company and people as well? Here to break it down are three of Microdrone's best. We're going to be talking with Mike Dziok, VP of Global Marketing, Brett Bergdurf, Director of Marketing for Americas and New Markets, and Justin Palmer, Creative Director. Mike, Brett, Justin, welcome all of you. How are you doing? Great. Thanks for having us today. Thanks for having us. Yeah, actually. absolutely. When we talk about a company and a distributor, what does that relationship look like on paper, if you had to define it in its simplest terms? When it's working
1: at its best, uh, a manufacturer is providing to a distributor of, a full solution. Okay. And there's two pieces to that. It's not just the full solution in terms of the, the product. But for a distributor, we have to provide for that distributor a way that they can be successful, mm-hmm. a way that they can be profitable, a way that they can easily add these products to the already broad portfolio that they, that they offer and take care of some things for them that they may not be equipped or resourced to do in-house in adding this. And so it's really the full package. Uh, the, the high-level summary I do is I say it's it's people, it's programs, it's products. That's the, that's the relationship. But people, most yeah. important part of any equation. Um, you have to have good people. Uh, that are, are very skilled in cultivating these relationships, that's our sales team. We hire the best uh, in drones to help get this technology explained, and it's so much about education. Uh, we have a customer support team uh, that's second to none that's following up with any challenges or questions or technical issues out in the field. Mm-hmm. You know, those are the foundational things, and then we layer on top of that marketing support. We layer on top of that, of course, while well, the foundation of it is is products that are meeting a, a market need.
0: So when you're an independent company, what are some of the reasons you'd want to become a distributor for a manufacturer's product? You know, like, do you, do you typically see this relationship spring up where a company decides they want to... Offer like their full portfolio, being that manufacturer's product, or is it typically a little more diversified? They're p- becoming distributors for multiple companies. I guess what motivates them to want to become distributors? They want to make money. Yeah, <laughs> right. And yeah. there's nothing wrong with that, yeah.
1: and uh, that's that's a good thing. It's a healthy thing. The reason that someone would take on maybe a new technology. Yeah. Um, drones are obviously a hot topic, as as we cover in all these things. You know, right. we're much more than a drone company. It's actually the full the full solution. But the distributors in the geomatics space have to have something to offer their customers because their customers are asking about it. Right. And they have to have something that they can sell, educate, train on easily in a turnkey matter. Uh, and that's what we're, we're building. That's what we always try to
2: provide to our distributors. For sure. And I think the customers, they want some of that leading ed- edge technology. They want something new that's going to help them look good. The distributors want to be able to provide that and as Mike says, we put that whole package together and make it easier for them to sell it through to their customers.
1: It's never enough to just make a cool technology because this is, this is not an established long-term product that's been out for, you know, we're not selling refrigerators here. This is a market that people are still warming up to the fact that they need to make it a part of their business. Sure. And so with that comes so much training. We can make, you can make a fantastic product but if you're not training the users on it and you're not training the distributor and how to sell it and what the key benefits are. So there's just a lot of educational marketing, I guess you'd call it, yeah. uh, involved in all of this.
0: Yeah, and well you want your distributors to be able to sell your product well and to represent your product well because at the end of the day, the distributors almost become a marketing arm for your company. I wanna start by really just going in detail on the main things that you think a distributor should look for in their partner to make sure that they're getting the most value out of that partnership. So let's start with you, Mike. Uh, You often say that professional people, you said it just a few minutes ago, the people are the key starting point for any relationship. Why do you think a positive core of professionals is crucial for a healthy company distributor partnership?
1: You need people that not only care Uh, But they're skilled, and not just skilled within the subject matter expertise of geomatics and applying drones as surveying tools. But on the sales side, for example, we need people who understand business and understand how to help our distributors be profitable Mm -hmm. in, in selling this technology and to be successful in selling this technology. And, you know, people are the most important resource in any company. It's it's very challenging to find good people. When you find good people, you know, they care, they're motivated, they have a, a certain aptitude. Without good people, you know, I know a lot of companies try to sell things just entirely online, and that would never work for this industry. Yeah, Never, never would work. So um, that's the foundation of everything that we do.
2: I think one of the things about working with the people at drones that has helped us is I'm still relatively new uh, starting in February, but I've met Dr. Uh, Mohammed. Uh, I've worked with Matt, uh, Mike Hogan, and they're teaching me more about drones than I could ever learn just from going online or picking up a book. Right? And then recently we just went on a shoot and we got to see everything in action, see the deliverables, and it's the people that really make the difference.
0: And distributors... I think now more than ever are really looking for that out of that partnership. You know, like you said, if you are going to take on selling a product and you need to be informed on not only the specs, but, you know, why this product resonates with end users, what the applications are that are most useful, you want to be able to have those conversations and feel like you're being educated through a human touchpoint. I mean, you want to be able to discuss and figure out the nuance of how to sell it. And I think that only happens when you have professionals that you feel comfortable interacting mm-hmm. with.
1: Good old human beings. And yeah. <laughs> actually, the video shoot that we just came off of was a, a nice example of that because uh, we had the distributor, uh, NEI, we had the end user customer, Kraft and Tull, and we had us, the the manufacturer, solutions provider of, of micro drones. And it was. It, when you have a, a great group of people throughout that distribution chain that all care and are working towards a common goal, right. uh, you, you do wonderful things in the interest of the customer. And, and we had that, uh, I don't like buzzwords, but I'm, synergy is what's rolling off my tongue here, so I guess i got to use it. <laughs> everyone worked that. together
2: real well. I mean, yeah. another thing with, with, with people, you, you can't have good customer service without the people behind the product. Yeah. Right. And we saw that firsthand just working with everyone at Craft & Tall and on-site, uh, like Mike said. Um, Ross from NEI. He talked about how he works so well with Matt, who's one of our lead salespeople. And and Matt talked about how he relies on uh, Ross to help put him in touch with the clients, get them what they need, and, and really deliver that customer service that makes a big difference.
0: I think another important pillar comes in the form of geography. And you know, if you're partnering with a company, knowing where they physically have the resources to help you sell the product is important for influencing that final partnership decision. So, What, in your opinion, makes geographic positioning so critical for success for that manufacturer-distributor relationship?
1: It actually ties in with people because right. you have to have the human bodies to interact with, with the other human beings right. and to uh, get work done. We're active on six continents. Right. So it's important that you're going to be in a market. You have to be able to get out, to present, to educate to those people. And then the extension of that, the force multiplier, that, the reason that we're um, actively working with distributors is because the distributors have their own built-in customer base and right. clients that know, like, and trust them. So once they understand how to talk about our products, how to educate on the use and the application, everything sells itself.
0: So is this one of those industries where you really need not only the people support, but you need that kind of support in person to help sell the drones or at least educate on the best applications or best practices?
1: Absolutely. You need an in-person presence because typically uh, any customer that buys one of our systems, there's in-person training. Uh, We'll send out uh, flight operations. The salesperson will be in attendance, and they're going to be doing uh, training on how that system works so that they know how to fly, how they know how to collect the data that they're looking to collect. Uh, So it's very in-person focused. That's a part of the package. And that's why we always say uh, on the end-user basis, we're more than just a drone company. Uh, You know, we offer the sensor, we offer the support, we offer the workflow. But on the side of offering a money-making system to distributors that they can be successful with. That's a whole nother complete package where we're offering uh, business, we're offering marketing tools, we're offering support so that they can be successful in in propagating that that message out to their bodies of customers.
2: And support is a big part of working with people, especially over such a large uh, geography. So with new technology, sometimes you're gonna run into some issues. You're gonna run into some new things that you haven't encountered. Uh, Our clients are really pushing these drones to the limit.
0: So like our last conversation where we focused mostly on marketing solutions, I think the core of these relationships often comes down to marketing wins uh, because any powerful tech trend endeavor is really pushed forward by solid marketing content, being able to communicate why this technology is going to be transformative for an end user. Uh, So Brett, this one's for you. Do you see it? as important for the larger company to provide marketing programs for its distributors why or why not
2: Uh, i i think it is important and that's a big part of what all three of us do together is we want to create content that tells the micro drone story but also the distributors can use to help push our products out and sell micro drones Um, that was a big part of the shoot again nei was right on site while we were there we thought hey this is a great opportunity where we can actually put together a video for NEI and tell their story a little bit Mm -hmm. and what they do with micro drones, how they use our services, our support, and what are the benefits of bringing micro drones into their fold and getting it out to the customers?
3: Yeah, so I I think we really prepare our customers and our distributors really well with all of our marketing assets that we can provide them. We have uh, cloud-based services, so you can easily access our logos, all of our photography, all of our video, as simple as one click, you can download all the assets you need to put together the type of marketing materials that you need to to represent yourself professionally and micro drones professionally to, to sell your products. So I think it's, uh, we're sort of unique in that respect. Um, you know, it's pretty common for a distributor to come to me and, at, and specifically ask for a certain request. Hey, we need a backdrop um, or we need this particular image or we need you know, the corporate typeface, and I'll respond right away and we get them what they need to build the assets they need to market themselves properly. Sure. Do you find the distributors
0: know what content they need out of, you know, their marketing resources, or is it something that you typically have to educate them on more where it's like, here's our product here are the best marketing practices that typically have worked for us? Or, or do you often see distributors come to you with fresh ideas and they ask something new of you that you haven't had to provide before?
3: Well, I think that's a really good question. I mean, I think, you know, our direction is always, and Mike touched on this, we're, we're, we're not really specifically a drone company. Yeah, we right. make a, dra- a great drone product. It's a robust product that, you know, is unique in that respect. Uh, but we're always sort of pushing people towards, we really need to market the deliverables. What do these things do? And so as we move forward, we're really concentrating on that aspect of things, showing, okay, you've got this pretty great drone that, you know, you can bring out to the construction field, but what is it doing for you? Like, what work is it doing performing for you? And uh, that's sort of the unique challenge for us from the marketing side. It's so easy to show this, you know, really sexy drone doing its thing out in the field, uh, a little bit more challenging to communicate uh, that, you know, that. The idiosyncrasies of the of the data collection aspect of without it. it
0: getting too bogged down in right. numbers and
2: we we want them to come to us too right. i mean ideally if, if if they bring us their challenges all right and then we can help show different solutions and provide that content that's what we're here for uh, i think a large portion of, of what we're doing is building our own content creating different stories about micro drones let's shine a light over here let's talk about the md lidar 3000 what's special about it what's unique And then hopefully they can tell us a case study, and then maybe we develop more content around that. Mm -hmm. So anytime we can work hand-in-hand with our distributors and help tell their stories and show how micro drones are providing a great end solution, that's a win-win. Yeah, agreed.
1: And I think we get customers coming to us with all different levels of in-house marketing departments or agencies that they work with or none, and we meet them where they are. You know, for some, it's, uh, hey, can you uh, send me a logo? And the next thing you know, they've built out an entire website out of the image assets that we provide, and and they're very self-sufficient, and we've armed them with beautiful stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, In other cases, it may be um, skinning our brochure, you know, with their look and doing something more custom and from the ground up. And and we invite all those things. You know, that's why that's one of the, the, the deliverables that we want. From getting this word out there on this podcast is for our distributors to come to us and say, Hey, I was thinking of doing this. Is this something you can help us with? Right. And more often than not, the answer is absolutely. You know, we'd love to do that. And we,
2: we want to throw the whole tool bag at them. So yeah. like for for example, just a couple of weeks ago, Justin and I were on a call with a customer who wanted to wrap their van. And so Justin got on the horn and he was able to tell them all about the different styles how we can incorporate the Microdrones logo, we wanted to figure out what system they wanted to use, yeah. and we worked together to start to incorporate all the different elements. And we're looking forward to getting the final design where you can also put some of your input in. Yeah, We had another case where uh, uh, we had an opportunity to do a, a cover story in a, in a magazine. So we contacted a... Um, a client who's been using the MD-LIDAR to fly over airports and collect all sorts of data as the airports are growing and they're they're do, uh, studying the burrow pits and the different aprons, and they're using LIDAR to help collect all that data because it's so much faster than having boots on the ground and, and taking all the traditional surveying. Well, the airport wants to get this expansion up and running and done, and the engineers need that data as soon as possible. Right, so we told that client's story through a great magazine article, and that's going to be getting printed pretty soon. So those are the type of things we want to collaborate on and and get those stories out there. So
0: there are a lot of specific marketing resources that make for this productive relationship, um, and that often includes a robust library of content. So Justin, this is a question for you. How deep do you think that library of content should be, and why does it matter to have uh, diversity in those resources?
3: Yeah, um, I think we, you know, we, we definitely try to cav- cover every single little aspect of the plan, fly, process, and visualize equation that we uh, pr- that we're promoting. So I think um, you know we always make sure we're capturing these steps of the process um, it, with professional photographers and professional videographers um, at the quality that you know our distributors expect to represent themselves appropriately. And I think people are always really impressed by the fact that we have all of our resources sort of archived in this one little lo- convenient location that they can go to and download at will at any time. Um, and it, it really arms them to uh, professionally uh, promote themselves.
1: And in, in that library of content, the beautiful thing about it is that we are able to, it's, it's not just a matter of putting a video out and hoping that a lead comes in. This is really the backbone of our entire lead generation system uh, because we're Of course, we're doing the typical posting it here and there. And, you know, it's in trade journal websites and everything else. But we do a lot of sales and marketing automation, a lot of outbound email marketing, where we're creating a content progression that is on behalf of our distributors, is feeding this content to their interested customers. So we can see that if a guy came to our website and he was looking at, you know, methane detection, he's going to start to receive content related to that. We're going to qualify the lead. We're not just capturing it and handing it off. We're going to make sure it's a good lead. Uh, we're going to talk with and start to schedule demos with that lead. And then at the point that we know it's high quality, we're turning it over to a distributor. So it's it's all the... Um, all the stuff that's uh, you know, that's being created, uh, beautiful artwork and things of that nature, are the ultimate goal of all this is to generate demand for our distributors. Right. And the more that they're a part of that, the more they engage with us in, in that way, the more successful.
2: And that, that process will feed itself too, because once that lead gets into the system, right, and, and they start talking with the distributor, and that lead turns into an opportunity, and maybe that opportunity turns into a sale, right, and then the customer starts doing some incredible things with our drone, we want to be right there to tell that story too, right? right? So then can we generate an article? Can we bring them in here and do a podcast? Right. Can we go out on site and shoot a great video and let everyone know what they're doing? So it's it's a continuous loop, yeah. and that's why it's important for us to be in touch with the distributors, learn about what they're doing, be in touch with our salespeople, so that we can keep feeding them uh, octopus, as Mike talks and, about.
1: Yeah, and the, the nice thing is that uh, our end users, they end up featured in, trade journals. Right. You know, they end up, and, and that's an article, yeah, it's good for us, of course, and it's good for them. They can go out to their clients and say, oh yeah, you know, check this out, this is
0: right. what we're doing. We're uh, we're being looked at by the major trade journals. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's powerful stuff, especially because when a distributor is given this product, they want to be able to see lead generation um, and they want to be able to sell it confidently, uh, which is a whole other aspect. And I think this ties back to our geographic point we brought up, Mike, but global local lead support is one of those main active points that I think any potential distributor can get behind. And it's something that if they see globally, the manufacturer is going to help them generate leads. I mean, that that's amazing, right? That's a, that's sales. That's money in the you know for the company. So, how should a company support its distributors to find those right buyers, especially when you're talking globally and you have different languages, different cultures, different use cases per country, sometimes per city in a country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure.
1: It's um, we offer everything, and I think we're up to seven languages right uh, now. Uh, languages Six this is a challenge.
3: Uh, yeah. Just the other day, I translated. I didn't translate. made out a brochure in Arabic. Wow. which everything was switched around and so it was everything was going the opposite direction so right. there's a lot of unique challenges to working with yeah but <laughs> we try to work with everyone's needs and and get them what they need to, to you know to promote themselves properly but um yeah i think we're unique in that respect i think you know starting out as a designer i used to work as a freelancer and anytime i would approach even large companies you'd be surprised you know, they don't have at the proper assets they need to represent themselves. Their logo is really low resolution. You know, they, most of their photography they just grabbed off the Internet. Um, they really don't have a great starting point. You've got to kind of create that for them. So one of the great things about us, I think, is, you know, we, we, we arm you with all those assets properly. And I think people are always really impressed because, you know, usually they've got to hire an agency to do this stuff for them. And we help them out with as much as we can.
2: And globally, I think, you know, since I've been here, I know we've grown, but we try to structure it so that, you know, we've got sales directors in the west of the United States, uh, down in the south, we've got someone who covers Canada in the northeast, uh, we've got Central America and South America, and then all of Europe. So we have different salespeople that can work with distributors strategically placed throughout the world.
1: And, you know, we're not – none of this is that we're in the ivory tower and can tell everyone in the world the best way to – this is a very collaborative, and that's why you need people. Sure. Um, Because our distributors bring to us what what they think would be an opportunity, and we're like, okay, great. You know, thanks for helping us do our job as well. Right. Because now we can build something, and whether it's a webinar, whether it's a blog, whether it's a use case – Uh, We love doing videos with our end users and our distributors. Um, Those are sort of the arms of the marketing octopus we refer to that we use to reach out to people, to generate those leads, to digest them, qualify them, capture them, and when they're ready to pass them off to the, it's just part of helping that distributor be successful. Right. They've got a bandwidth of products that's, that's probably this wide. Right. And they're used to selling these products for the past you know 100 years, the, the standard surveying tools and equipment. Sure. We're this new little sliver of their business, and we have to really compete for share of mind right. for them to, to wanna sell us. In order to do that, we gotta make it easy, we gotta be flexible, mm-hmm. we have to be adaptable right and and that's why we do what we do
0: well and you know you mentioned this feedback loop i think in this sense you also see the benefits of it being a relationship not just manufacturer serving distributor but you know you both serve each other because i'm sure you also get distributors coming to you with hey we actually you know got approached by uh, a company in this exciting new market or you know you might feel from several distributors globally, like, oh, wow, it seems like this market is demanding more drone usage, specifically, you know, LiDAR mapping or, you know, creating point clouds, whatever it might be that comes back to you, you now have an ear to the ground that, oh, there is lead generation in this market, mm-hmm. then you can go looking there and give that to more of your distributors. So with the distributors' ear to the ground, it puts your ear to the ground, and then that helps the distributors, and that helps you, and it's this, this endless back and forth, which is pretty, pretty great to have that kind of substantial business partnership.
1: We uh, revised our entire uh, trade show uh, presence and global program around our, our distributors. Really, um, really, we call it the Micro Drones World Tour. Huh. Uh, globally local, uh, and and we have our sales teams going out to the the smaller, you know, rather than the big huge trade shows where you're sort of lost in the crowd or you're selling to your competitors. Uh, we go out to the events that our distributors are attending. We're there to just present drones on their behalf with them. Uh, And we've achieved a pretty aggressive uh, presence doing that. And what that does is that puts our product in front of the actual guy who's out in the field working with these things every day, or having the potential to work with these things every day. The larger trade shows, look, a guy that has to work, you know, he's out in the field running around doing this stuff, Mm -hmm. he's not getting on a plane and going to Germany to see what the latest technology is or across the country very well may get in the car and drive you know 50 100 miles down the road to see what's new right and that's why we made a very conscious decision to focus like a laser excuse the pun to to focus on on the smaller regional distributor events
0: yeah it's it's local support that ends up Influencing your entire global network, mm-hmm. yeah. Because yep. what's happening in Germany is very relevant for what's happening here in the States.
1: Yeah, and as much as things are different around the world, you know what works in one area actually is often adapted and in, in used in another. Right. You know, like we've been doing a lot of webinars now, and that's been and they're webinars that are topics suggested by our distributors.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, so. well, similar to the world tour, trying to get more local, we're doing that with content too. I mean, I think Daniel was part of our first Spanish podcast. Oh, yeah. We did that. We just completed our first complete German webinar. All right, so now it's a little more regional. Uh, We're trying to talk to people directly in their country, in their region, and I I think that just helps connect better.
1: Yeah, we forgot to tell you we're going to need you to brush up on your uh, Mandarin, Arabic, French. (laughs) You're great at Spanish. Oh my gosh, yeah,
0: time to to start practicing. Oh boy. (laughs) Okay, so another layer is surprising I think to some but maybe to others it might come off as just like oh yeah that makes sense is this layer of uh, of swag and when we talk about swag we're talking about merch we're talking about apparel we're talking about uh, you know books literature pamphlets like I wanted to ask you all what makes apparel literature company swag what makes that all an effective way for a distributor to get help and what should distributors expect from their manufacturer on the swag
2: front.
1: Well, it's, it's a part of our trade show program yeah. in a sense because typically that's where you're given, and we have a pretty, it's uh, actually uh, uh, apparel.microdrones.com, nice. and you can see like we have everything yeah. from, you know, you're going to go out and represent microdrones, you have this, this nice microdrones right. shirt or coat or hat. Um, it's not so much a closing tool because the we're selling $300,000 systems, but it's sure. sort of a... Hey, come into my lair at right. my trade show booth you know that, that kind of a thing but but distributors use it, and they right. use it for for building that relationship. I was actually I tend to downplay it a lot. it's like a you know maybe a necessary evil to have these things, but we just had uh the gentleman from from uh n e i was asking us about our back he was like, those backpacks you have are so <laughs> awesome and yeah. I, and I'm listening to this, I'm like, wow, you know. And it is. It's a tangible part of the brand that people use. And so we offer a full catalog of, of, of stuff. But I think the, the literature, mm-hmm. that's critical. Yeah. Huge part of, yeah. of everything.
3: And we've really worked towards sort of just combining everything into one package. So now we just have one brochure. We used to have multiple flyers that we would give away and everything like that. Now we just have this nice little perfect bound brochure that they can give to... All their clients and customers and all the content that they need is right there all the specifications and um, all the links and so forth they need to access the information they they need to properly promote themselves so
1: people are inundated with and, and you can imagine in technology there's a lot of specs there's a lot of detail there's a lot of points to remember right and that's almost a part of our training as well it's you know if if you can use something like this as a cheat sheet when you're out with a customer and provide information, then that makes you all the more powerful.
3: And I think the key too is consistency, brand consistency. Because if you're consistent with your message, everything looks like it's put together properly, and there's a thought process behind it, and it's not kind of just all over the place. You know, you're going to get a lot more trust. You know, that's what branding is all about, right? Is sort of forming that trust. And the first thing that you're going to judge someone by, unfortunately, is their appearance, right? So, I mean, if you go to someone's website and it looks a little shady, you're probably not going to want to deal with them, even if they have a great product. You've ever never. never even experience it because you're already turned off by their website. And so it's kind of good that we're really, you know, conscious about that. And we have all these great materials that we can offer.
0: Okay. So finally, I think the conversation always comes back to money as well. And with these relationships, you know, do you find that it's the responsibility of the larger company of the manufacturer to provide its distributors with deal closing tools that are specific to their line of products and industry um, is that something that most manufacturers provide to their distributors, or is that something that you found is unique to micro drones? Um, I, you know, I think
1: what what we're doing here may be somewhat unique in the drone industry, but certainly not in the business-to-business industry. You know, I came from a, a large established um, HVAC, heating, ventilation, air conditioning company, and sure. they had all these aspects of the marketing mix in place as well as closing tools, mm-hmm. financing, you know, these type of things. So offering that full kit from getting the leads into the funnel, qualifying the leads, mm-hmm. turning them into sales, and then helping to cultivate those sales into future sales and long-term relationships, we will provide everything that supports that. Yeah. Um, the distributor is still the expert in their customer and what their customer needs, and so to that end, that's where the people come come into play again too. Having those good relationships with our distributors, where they're bringing us their challenges. Like we don't look at this as like, oh, you know, Joe over there at such and such distributor, you know, he needs Justin to make another catalog or right. whatever. Right. We look at it as we're learning what the field needs. Right. You know, can we fulfill all requests? No, sure. but we darn sure try. Yeah. Because when someone's asking for something or something's missing, that tells us that's the thing that we, we've got to add to the mix. Right. You know, and then over time, if there's things that aren't being used, we're like, okay, that was another stupid Mike Diziak idea that we, we don't need to spend money on.
0: Which there aren't many of. Oh. I think especially since the industry is transitioning more towards being like we talked about in market scale Mornings, which you should check out, audience out there. Um, it, this transition from the drone industry being just a drone industry to being a full solutions industry. You know, being able to qualify leads and lock down those leads when you have a more complex deliverable that you're, you're giving to those end users is pretty necessary. Because I'm, I'm sure closing the deal on one piece of technology, right, one drone is probably s- more simple than trying to close a deal on something that is a complex, robust solution where you're talking being a drone, but you're also talking software. And that's complex and being able to sort through all that and finalize that deal without any uh, roadblocks is pretty essential.
2: I think one of the things we want our dealers and distributors to realize is beyond just the solution that our hardware and our software provides, we're part of the solution. Right. The marketing department, the sales department, the people in all of our different offices. Right. We're we're bringing everything we can to the table so that at the end of the day, when you have a micro drones integrated solution out in the field, we're doing everything possible to help support the dealer and the customer to make that work and market it and help sell and close the deal. So to wrap things up and I want to bring up the products.
0: Specifically, because they themselves have to be effective, they have to be robust, diverse, integratable to you know to a company's already existing software or hardware or product infrastructure. When we talk about drones specifically, why should it matter that you're selling a full set solution instead of just a drone? And why does that matter for the distributor?
1: For them to be, for our distributors to be success, and for us to be successful selling this, you really have to offer that entire package. Because if you're just selling uh, a drone, a naked drone, so to speak, and, you know, maybe the customer has an idea of, well, I think I want to attach this sensor to it. The amount of research, development, engineering, and testing that goes into developing, you know, a one-off solution is absurd. And so we have these packages that are already uh, field tested, field proven, being used out there. They're scalable. They make sense so when you understand you know when our, our products fall under three categories md lidar md mapper m detector we have a couple models with, yeah. within each and they each have a different deliverable so for md lidar it's a, a 3d point cloud for our md mapper it's typically an ortho mosaic mm-hmm. and for uh our MD detector it's what we call an area concern map like here's the map of where the gas leaks may be understanding that deliverable in those markets that need to generate those deliverables quickly and efficiently and having the package, they don't have to do the R&D work and they shouldn't have to. Mm -hmm. They don't have to do the the testing. That's what we're packaging for them. Because otherwise everything would be a one-off project. You have to have systems and processes and packaging to make things
0: work. Well, and when you're selling a full solution too, those full solutions will evolve with the market. So you naturally build a more concrete relationship um, because it's not like that full solution is gonna stay the same even over the course of a year. You know, it might, it, the software might update, the there might be a new piece of hardware that you need to implement to capture more data or to capture data more
2: quickly. Plus we learn from our customers in the field yeah. and adapt for them. Right. So if, if they're out, you know, trying to make a homemade, drone and put a payload on it and and do some surveying on their own Mm -hmm. and they encounter a problem they got to figure out how to fix it right there we've got a whole team and the whole service department and we can go in and run some new firmware updates Mm -hmm. and really help them get the solution they're looking for from a professional fully integrated piece of machinery
0: yeah and that just naturally builds i think that stronger manufacturer distributor relationship when you're not just delivering here is the one singular product you're delivering to them, here's the full solution you should be selling, and full solutions are robust and complex, and so when one little piece changes, that changes the entire deliverable, and therefore you need that constant feedback either from the, uh, the distributors who are telling you, hey, we need a payload that can capture X information, now you need to learn how to provide that for them, or the other way around. You find, oh, there's a great new uh, payload that we wanna get out to our distributors, and then you can do that from the top down or the mm-hmm. bottom up. It's that it's that feedback loop we've been talking about.
1: And within the three main product families, we're also meeting customers. We're, we're trying to provide a range of solutions because you know this guy here may need X level of accuracy, mm-hmm. and this guy may need ultra precision accuracy. Right. Well, you don't wanna make this guy pay for this system if he really doesn't need that level right. of accuracy. So we try to provide a range that meets the market where it needs to be, and it's expandable over time. The great thing they can, if they start with this guy, and then they're like, okay, I, I want to, my business is developing, it's enhancing, or I want to add, you know, another application. They don't have to go buy another drone you know, that's still the core
0: of what's there. Last point here. How do you think this plays into redefining this toy versus tool issue that I think drone companies always have to reframe? Is this like a point of contention you find distributors are concerned about when, uh, you know, they sign on to work with you and now they're like, okay, how do we sell this and help our end users get past the idea of this just being a cool drone? Do you think the fact that, when you're partnering you're giving them a full solution is helping almost reframe the vision of drones for the entire industry
2: it's almost a two-way street because we're working with customers and they, they like the flyer drones it's cutting cutting edge technology it's yeah. fun you know sometimes some of these surveyors say hey we like to go out and, and, and fly our toys because right. these are really expensive cool toys that deliver awesome data but we don't want to call them toys. We want, right. they're powerful machines that are super accurate. And at the end of the day, keeping their employees safe.
0: It's important for the industry to have these relationships that promote the fact that drones are not just drones, yeah. right? And and you get the distributors in the mindset of they're, they're selling a full solution and therefore drones are that full solution. They're not just something fun to enhance your workday right there's something to transform your business
2: I think we're good at distinguishing that we're not a prosumer drone yeah. or a consumer yeah. drone but we're a we're a professional fully integrated solution that has a job to do and it's gonna help a surveyor survey better it's gonna help somebody who's creating a map create a better map mm-hmm. right he's not out just flying a drone and taking pictures and and showing them off to his family
1: in in the dirty secret that we're gonna share with you here is we actually we kinda of like it. Our salespeople kinda of like it when a customer comes to us that has already gone down the cheap route. You know, they thought they could buy the mass produced drone, even you know, some of their, they've got some nice packages and, and things of that nature, but it's not delivering what they need it to. And it's kinda of like, ah, you're back. Right. You know, like <laughs> uh it's it's okay because they've they've made some mistakes or they've they now know what they didn't know before and they're ready. For the real thing, and so that's not arrogance. That's not. It's just we're de- we're not developing a mass-produced. It's it's a a very specific application, very specific system, designed for that end user's deliverable.
0: And it, yeah, it needs to be flexible. It needs to be adaptable, and that intrinsically I think elevates it as a product.
2: The difference is we're not selling drones; we're selling solutions.
0: All right, y'all. Well, I think we've broken down pretty in depth what distributors should be looking for out of their manufacturers and obviously we wrapped it back around to drones and micro drones but I think this information is really important for any distributor that's looking to partner with a manufacturer I mean these assets that you provide to your distributors uh, I think are the gold standard and I think if you're partnering with a manufacturer and they're not giving you these things then it's probably not the best relationship because you're going to struggle to sell the product and who is that going to benefit? No one at the end of the day. So, thank you for joining us. Uh, it was a pleasure. But yeah, I'm looking forward to breaking this down again. I got to brush up on my Mandarin, apparently. So yes. I got <laughs> not not looking forward to that one, but I'll do my best. So again, Brett, Justin, Mike, thank you for joining us on the podcast. It was a pleasure. Thank Great you, guys, Daniel. Thank was you fun. very much. Yeah. And thank you, everyone, for listening to today's episode of Propelling. And if you like what you heard and want to listen to previous episodes, or if you're a distributor yourself and you're looking to partner with Microdrones, you should head to Microdrones.com. You'll find all our news there, as well as more information on how to become a distributor. You can also listen to our podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And make sure you leave a rating and a comment wherever you listen to your podcast content. I'm your host, Daniel Litwin, the voice of B2B. Until next time. Telling, a microdrones podcast.